All right, I'm going to be talking about modeling misrepresentation in online seller-buyer interactions. Um, so what we're interested in is seller deception. So this is essentially misrepresentation of items for sale by individuals on auction websites. Uh, and this is the second most commonly reported problem on eBay, uh, the misrepresentation of items. Uh, and that's the second to slow seller communication. So just to give you a sense of the size of this issue, um, on a popular auction website called eBay, there's 150 million unique visitors a month and three million items are bought every day. So three million transactions where misrepresentation becomes possible. Uh, and on the seller side, there's, there's 25 million registered sellers and at, at any given moment, 200 million live listings. So that should give you a sense of the scope of the, uh, of the issue. So what we're trying to do uh, in our project is to simulate the selling process. And we do this by constructing uh, an in-lab simulated seller experience um, where the participant uh, is acting as a seller and is allowed to generate advertisements and they're um, given the opportunity to deceive by, by excluding flaws from the descriptions. And what we're interested in is trying to determine what is driving or what could potentially drive this, this uh, incentive to misrepresent an item, be it uh, um, economic incentives such as the value of the items or some ex expectation of, of the commission or the form of the commission, as well as feedback from reputation uh, from the buyers or, or potentially having some sort of buyer interaction. So having some information about the buyers such as viewing uh, disappointed buyers and potentially using avatars to fill this role. So what we do in the lab is um, try to simulate the selling process. And the participants are given jewelry items to handle, and then they're asked to generate uh, an, an advertisement from pre-written descriptions. And these pre-written descriptions include flaws. So we look at whether they exclude flaws from the ads. And uh, in this case, we're looking at the immediate incentives. Um, but there's also a dynamic process here. So it's not, it's not just the seller in a vacuum. Um, there's also a buyer in real life. And the buyer offers some delayed feedback in the form of um, giving uh, reputation feedback to the, to the seller. And so this is a sort of dynamic process that we're interested in. Uh, but also it's a, a repeated process. So a seller won't usually do this just once, although some do. Um, usually they do this over and over again. So this is um, something that they repeat over and over and there's some sort of repetition learning that's happening. And what we're interested in is looking at potential um, deterrence of, of misrepresentation using things like warnings, um, economic incentives, feedback, or having information about the buyers and looking at the role that that could have on the impact of um, these sellers learning over time. So whenever you have uh, a repeated learning process, um, it could potentially be understood by developing or fitting um, existing learning models from cognitive science. And one option is to fit um, just simple learning action models. So this would be looking at just simple associative learning Reinforcement learning. Can this process of a seller learning over time to not to not misrepresent is this something that can be explained just via simple associative learning that's coming from the feedback from the buyers or from the amount of money that they're gaining from the site, or is it or um, is it better fit by something like a dynamic decision model, 
uh, which could potentially explain how individuals balance or juggle many different inform information sources in order to um, achieve sort of an acceptable level of performance and balance. And one, one thing that's interesting about, about this particular scenario of um, online auction websites is that there's many uh, dynamic variables at play. So a seller is learning from uh, repeated trials, but also uh, when they go to a new trial, when they begin a, um, to sell a new item, this item may be vastly different than the items that they sold before, or also the intended audience or the stakes may be different what, than what they're used to. So you have the opportunity to look at transfer effects. Somebody could potentially be trained up on one particular type of item and then go to sell a new type of item. Um, how does that work? And how does um, the previous learning impact that, that sort of transfer? Uh, also, I think it's important to inject individual differences into um, the model, looking at things like demographics, personality, and previous auction experience. So just to give you a little taste of um, the, the data that we've collected so far, this, uh, this measure of honesty here is basically the number of honest inclusions that they put into the advertisements uh, that they've generated. And um, this is correlated with experience. So this is their self-reported number of sales that they've previously done in their lifetime on auction sites like eBay. And this is just their age. And you can see that the more uh, of an experienced seller uh, that they were, or the, or the older that they were, um, the more likely they were to be honest uh, in our experiment. And these two things didn't necessarily uh, correlate, other, although obviously there has to be some correlation because you need more time to, to have the experience. Um, but, but these weren't uh, directly correlated. So you can see that, that some learning is occurring, be it from uh, experience with the system of online auctions, uh, they're learning to, to be more honest. And also, just with general experience, uh, they're learning to be more honest. So the idea is to try to capture why this is occurring, to try to <coughs> encourage people with less experience or younger people to be more honest in their online interactions. 